Mitsubishi. What is up, Rose? Anybody care to lax? Welcome back to the Crease Dive. Today is Friday, July 17th, and we are just about a week away from the start of the 2020 PLL Championship Series in Utah. So it's it's been a while, but Jake feels great to be back and feels even better that we are going to have some Pro Lacrosse to watch on the NBC network coming up in just a week here. So how how you living, bud? How's uh you know how how are how are things been? It's been been quite some time. I know it's been quite some time, and you know I guess we're uh, all of you sick little freaks. Uh, you finally get to hear us talk about lacrosse. Um, I don't know what you really expected from us. Uh, there wasn't really a whole lot going on. What did you want us to do? Like just speculate about when lacrosse was coming back? But you know it's here. Uh, it, it's coming and the boys are back on the mic. So, you know, what, what more can you ask for Jordy? This is, this is prime time. Yeah. Um, you know, things were, it, we, we missed you guys like a little bit, not a lot. Some of you guys a are a little bit, some of you guys, we missed a lot. Um, other of you are, are a bunch of, bunch of pricks, but we love you for it. Um, Jake, I, I know that you've been, been spending some of your time away from the game, uh, doing a bunch of gaming. So, um, you know, Hey, free, free plug here. Uh, if, if you guys haven't already, Jake big into the Twitch these days, just out there. Uh, what, what do you call it? Ponin noobs. on yeah, COD. It, yeah. Yeah. If that's what, you know, Jordy likes to pull his references from 2008. Uh, and, and he's trying, I think he's trying to like bring all the references back, but yes, I've been, I've been gaming a little bit. Uh, we had Ryder uh, on the on the stream, and we had Jordy on the stream, and we were uh, uh, we we played a little bit of Warzone, and shot the shit with Ryder, and it was it was fun. Uh, Jordy is absolutely trash at Warzone, Call of Duty, just in general. But that doesn't really matter because you're in there. The only thing that's important is that you're having fun and and you're chilling with the boys. That's, that's I'm a, I'm really a big I'm happens. a big locker room guy when it comes to video games. Absolutely, I'm, Jordy I'm was a, in. I'm a glue guy. He was in there hyping people up, and to be perfectly honest, that's really the only thing that matters. Yeah. Well, the only thing that matters now is that lacrosse is almost finally back. Um, I mean, this, it's going to be weird. Um, It's going to be different. It's going to be something that we've never seen before. It's just, well, actually, I mean, it's really kind of just like an NCAA tournament. If you think about it, I mean, it's, it's just a quick pace, just a few weeks of games, but this will be even better because we'll, we'll fit even more games into those, you know, three weeks than we typically would with an NCAA tournament. So um, it's going to be different, but you know, it beggars can't be choosers at this point and it's going to be pro field lacrosse. So it's going to be great. Um, Listen though, before we get, to the PLL championship series. I know that it's, it's the biggest, biggest thing in lacrosse right now that it's coming back, but there's an even bigger story that needs some investigative journalizing to go on here. And who better to, uh, you know, put on the detective hat than myself and Jake here, because according to one, Mr. Paul Rabel on a uh, complex podcast, uh, so earlier this week, it was uh, a, a news bomb that shocked the world. Uh, so while talking on whatever this podcast is on Complex, no offense, Complex, but I'm not going to listen to your shit. Um, Paul Rabel was asked about, you know, how, how guys used to have to have, uh, you know, secondary jobs to go on for, you know, because they weren't really making a ton of money in the, PL, or in the MLL 
hence why the PLL exists. Um, so, you know, while guys were in need of some extra money, uh, one of the guys was out there just filling up his wallet with singles as a male stripper. So now the search is on. We need details. We need more. We need everyone to, um, you know, kind of, this is going to, it takes a village, right? And we need to figure out which one of these beautiful bastards was going tarps off, full, ba- full banana hammock, oiled up, greased up, and, uh, you know, ripping and tearing for all the wild women out there. So, Jake, do you have any, do you have any leads off the top of your head? No, and I, 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 the funny thing is I was I sat there and I, I, I saw the clip on Twitter and I just I, I started chuckling myself just imagining some of these older guys like, you know, like just imagining John Grant Jr. or you know, Casey Powell or even Mikey. I mean, Mikey didn't need the money. I don't think he needed the money with all the sponsorships. But just even like just any of those older guys, you know, Matt Abbott out there just like shaking ass for a few extra bucks and then, you know, like – Maybe, you know, like what if the game was like at seven, he had like a shift at 11. So like, you know, he just went, you know, he packed all of his, all of his stuff in his bag and just went right there to the club. You know, just stuff like that is you know uh, what? Like Tom, Tom, Mar- Tom Marichek, his, yeah. I mean, his nickname was Tom Hollywood Marichek. That kind of sounds like it could be a stripper. Um, so Listen, I don't want to put Hollywood anything- to the main stage. Yeah. So, and I mean, that man had some moves out there on lacrosse field that could certainly translate to, to a strip club. Um, so it, it, it would be interesting. I wish that Paul would at least, I know he's not going to name names. Uh, he doesn't want to throw anyone under the bus, but I do wish that he would let us know if it is someone, uh, whose career is already ended or if it's someone who has made his way over to, uh, to the PLL. Cause I mean, listen, if, if you're listening to the podcast right now, chances are that you are a very much online. And if you're online, you see some of these guys on social media. Some of these guys seem like they are uh, allergic to wearing shirts. So, I mean, that some of these guys, uh, like, I feel like their natural habitat is at least halfway to male stripper. Um, you know, not going to name any names here, but again, I, I don't think that Kyle Hartzell or Rob Pinnell own shirts. So could it be one of them? Seems unlikely, but you know, we, I, I guess anyone could be a suspect right now. I think, I think it, it would be unwise to rule anybody out completely. I mean, it, it really would. It really would. And we, and we can't, and we won't because that's not what uh, investigative journalists do. They don't, they, they follow every lead down to the last one. And, and you know, always it's the guy who you least expect, or it's always like the wife's husband. Um, so it's, it's one of those guys you either least expect or the wife's husband could even be Paul. Maybe Paul was just leaving that little nugget out there trying to throw some of the heat off of him. Could it be Paul Rabel just kind of gaslighting himself there? Who knows? That would be quite the M night Shyamalan twist to this entire saga. It would, it would be very interesting. I'm, bet- just, I'm still just going through the rosters in my name in, in I- my head, just trying to think. Now, here's the thing. I feel like it would have to be someone who's not going to. So we need to start looking at the rosters and seeing what guys aren't going to Utah, because I feel like if you have a W-2 in your past from being a stripper or maybe maybe strippers are, are 1099s, who knows? Um, mm-hmm. But either way, if, if that's on your tax record at all, I feel like you're probably banned from the state of Utah, aren't they? I mean, they like ban soda. So I can't imagine that they're 
thrilled with, you know, you'd, you'd probably be put on a no fly list to get into Utah. So that's another thing. I mean, that's, you got to follow the money. I mean, they do, they do ask you when you, when you go to Utah, like, are, are you, are you chill? Like, are you a super chill dude? Do you eat vegetables and, you know, not drink soda or do anything nefarious? Like that's on like a checklist. It's like customs. Um, you've ever flown out of the country. You got to, you know, declare all the things that you have. And then you have, you know, but Utah, it's like a criminal background check. They want to make sure you're super chill and whatnot. But I think that they yeah, cons- I have no fucking they, Yeah, they consider like 1% milk to be contraband. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, again, takes a village. So that'll be, um, obviously it's a, a developing story and we'll pass along any updates as we come by them. Um, but moving on to more pressing matters at hand, we are now just, so what, today's the 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 17th so we are eight days away july 25th 4 p.m eastern standard time rematch of the pll championship from 2019 we've got the redwoods taking on the whip snakes in the first game of the 2020 pll championship series um so i mean it's it's finally here and jake this game right off the bat I, i feel like uh this is going to be a great way to introduce a lot of new people to the sport of lacrosse because, you know, I know the NBA is almost back. The NHL is almost back. Baseball is almost back, but they're still getting in before the rest of those leagues and it's going to be on NBC. So it's going to be real easy for people who aren't even planning on watching the game to accidentally just, you know, happen to find themselves on that channel and and what a game to get people going right away. No, that's that's gonna be a huge game to get people going right away. And you know, before we talk about the PLL, I have to issue a correction. Uh at our last podcast, uh I'm gonna go ahead and throw Jordy under the bus right here pretty violently. Uh Jordy had us record about seven AM. This is about I think it was either the day after or or it was the day after the expansion draft. Um and I, in my infinite wisdom, had really no idea what went on in the expansion draft. I'm, 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 I'm a huge lacrosse guy. I really am. I'm a lax rat. But, like, I kind of had a vague understanding of who got drafted. And I threw around some names on that podcast in the morning. And I got absolutely toasted by you guys in the Instagram DMs and in my Twitter DMs. I'm not a fucking moron, okay? I'm not an idiot. I promise you. But You, you have multiple you, degrees. That's right. I have multiple degrees. But you guys got me. I have to say, you got me. Okay, I, I mixed up a few names, and I'm sorry if that was super important, but you got me. So you guys can just take your little got me trophy, and you can you can put that up in your trophy case. You got Jake, and uh, we're gonna move past that because now I know what's going on. All right. It, it it takes it takes a big man to apologize for and correct right. something that happened like months ago. That that yeah. would have been. Cause I think, I think it was the college draft. We were talking about, we were talking about how good miles Jones and Brody Merrill were going to be for the chaos. And turns yeah, out, oh, sh- uh, tur- tur- yeah. turns out miles is with the Redwoods now and, and Brody's with uh, the water dogs. We don't have to get back into it, but it takes a big man to admit that months later when I'm positive that everyone would have forgotten about it by now. Um, oh yeah. No, I'm bringing it. I'm bringing it right back up just so people can remind me how stupid it was. Yeah. And that's, that's what you do. That's what oh, you do. That's how you get over it. 
And also to remind people of stuff, um, I'm sure that you've all seen by the title of this episode, but we do have uh, Redwoods goalie Tim Troutner coming up a little bit later on this episode to talk to us um, about heading over to Utah for training camp and what he's expecting for the season um, and a whole bunch of other shit. So uh, make sure you stick around for that interview. But yeah, I mean, this this first game uh, with Redwoods and Whipsnakes is, is obviously like, because it's going to get the the blood flowing right like there's going to be some bad blood there right like it, it might take it might take a quarter for these guys to kind of settle back in new season get you know they've only had uh you know however long training camp like five or six days to get ready and used to each other again um but after about a quarter of this game i feel like it's going to that intensity from the championship game last september is going to start to creep back in probably a little bit of bad blood still left over from there. So this is going to be a, uh, just an, an exciting game all around. And I mean, I, I think that this is going to be a, a real solid revenge season for the Redwoods and it'll be interesting. I don't, I don't know. Uh, like I, I could be totally wrong here. I feel like I'm going to be way off base about all these teams right now. Just it's such a, a, weird and unique season where I don't think anyone can actually predict what's going to happen. But if, if it all plays out, like it does in my head, there might be a little bit of a championship hangover for the whip snakes. Now I, I, from, from looking at you right now, I think you might be thinking a little bit differently, but uh, you know, if, if I was orchestrating, you know, if I was the director of the season, I'm, I'm putting a nice little championship hangover little into the plot here i mean i suppose you could say that i i suppose you could say that i i think that i think that the whip snakes when you when you look at that team they're just they're such a complete team all around uh you know john hoss uh michael Earhart, kyle bernlor you know jake bernhardt i mean it's in rambo you that you just the, the list goes on right they're just such a complete team i don't really know uh that I don't know if I would call it a a championship hangover. I think they have some new faces that that are really going to uh, kind of light up the. Uh, if anything, the new faces are going to help immediately. You know, especially with drafting Zed Williams. Like, assuming I mean, they don't have they don't have his picture up on the on, on the website, but I'm a, I'm assuming that Zed's that Zed is signed and playing playing on the team. I didn't check out the the final roster. I thought I can't remember, but. Um, sure. You could say they have a championship hangover. Um, I mean, they, they played pretty great the entire year last year, but you're right. I think all of these, all of these teams are going to be completely toss, you know, complete like toss ups, like what, like, you know, the water dogs roster, like you've got Westberg, Kieran McArdle, Ryan Drenner and Coochie Maine and Ben Reeves. Like that's, that's five premier attackmen. Right. And you, you don't really know how any of them plays together because Ben Reeves was on the whip snakes. Coochie Maine was on, uh, uh, on the archers. Drenner was on the whip snakes, but Drenner and Reeves didn't really play a whole lot together. Like, you know, there's just, there's a ton of, ton of variables, you know, Berg was on the redwoods and McArdle was on the Atlas. That's, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be extremely interesting. Um, it, and it's, I, again, like, I feel like whenever we talk about matchups and breakdowns and shit like that, like we're always, 
we're 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 wrong a lot of the times. I'm or sure. you know, I'm, I'm I'm willing to admit it. There are some times where we're spot the fuck on, and you guys can't deny us that. Um, but there are other times where yeah, like maybe maybe some takes get away from us, and maybe we'd want a few takes back. This is going to be a tournament where, like, listen, if, if we end up being dead wrong about anything, you can't hold that shit against us because this is going it's illegal, to be illegal. Actually, it's, it's illegal. yeah. So we will lawyer up. Right. Yep. And, and we will see your ass in, in a small claims court um, with Judge Judy and, and we're going to sue your ass. But like it's going to be such a bizarre. It's, it's just going to be so hard to like figure out how these teams are because like like the schedule is just insane. Like you're, you're looking at, um, you know, like right now, like so on Monday, July 27th. The Archers are playing the Atlas. They're the second game of of that night, right? So they're at, that's a you know seven thirty game for them uh, in Utah time, and then they turn around and on that that next Tuesday, they're the first game, which is uh, you know so Tuesday at you know seven p.m. Eastern, five p.m. Utah time. So like like it's it, it's situations like that where it's like okay, like how the hell do you want me to like actually predict how this is going to go down like are they gonna are they gonna be gassed from playing the second game on the monday and the first game on the tuesday or are they just going to be like so like maybe they just take a quick nap at the stadium they just stay in the locker room the whole time and they don't even go home they just kind of treat it like a regular old summer tournament where you're playing four games a day and you know they just had a big old rest between maybe the parents come get a little tailgate going and then they play the first thing on on that tuesday so um like it, it just there's no. I feel like there's not going to be any rhyme or reason for the, It's just going to be whatever team is able to click the hardest, the fastest, and then they're going to go. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be really quick, and we are really fortunate that this is going to be able to happen. I must say, uh, I, I have to throw that out there that that lacrosse fans, uh, you guys have no idea. Um, I guess you do. You you you've been through this whole quarantine. There's a lot of high school guys that listen to us, like. You know, you, you, there's a lot of guys that got their seasons stripped up from, from them. You know, some guys senior seasons, things like that, uh, which sucks. Um, but, like, for us to be able to, uh, to watch this and these guys be healthy enough to be able to play, that's awesome. And we're really fortunate to be able to do that, you know, especially if, in, in this format because it's going to be so exciting. And all these guys are, like, the best players in the world. So, uh it is. It's, it, it really makes me think about like all the summer games they used to play, you know, at hotbeds or gate cup or all that good shit where, you know, you feels like you put, you know, hotbeds, you, you, know, you can play uh, like 10 games in four days or something like that. Or it, it just, lot of, it's, uh, it's insane. Lot, lot of, lot of uncrustables. Lots of uncrustables. You know, somebody's mom's fucking, she's got fucking, you know, a million uncrustables and orange slices and, Muscle milks, dude. We used to drink the muscle milks by the gallon. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we just be <laughs> shitting. <laughs> yeah, nothing like a nothing like you know between your your second and third game of the day in ninety six degree heat, just crushing like three uncrossables out of a cool, and then like gas and two muscle milks right before warm ups. Chocolate, dude. It was disgusting. And you're like sunburned, and like if you you know if you were a dumbass and you like you know had a, a new cleats or like new gloves, you're just like bleeding on your ankles and shit. That was that was the shit we lived for, right? So you know there was there was really nothing in the world like that, and that's what we get with the with the championship series. Is you know this is you know 
I'm sure that they'll be put up in better conditions than uh, the NBA guys are right now, but uh, which, which is just hilarious to me. But yeah, man, it, we, we do set, we're going to sound like dumbasses any way you look at it because, you know, we're just two guys trying to predict the future and that's just, it's impossible, right? You know, you, you, you could have one of these guys have a completely, you know, crazy breakout year, right? You know, how, you know, we're both Ryder Garnsey fans, but I don't know if anybody really expected Ryder to come out and play like Ryder did. Um, I, I mean, you and I believed obviously, but you know, the general population. So we'll see, dude. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, if, if there's one take that I'm going to throw out there that I do feel fairly confident in, um, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be a, a huge, huge few weeks for the archers. I, I think that this is, I mean, between, I mean, first of all, you, you just have the, the Utah factor in there, right? So, you know, I, I don't know, like, where Marcus, Will, and, and Gettleman, I don't know if they, like, all have a house in Utah or what, but, like, I mean, this is for them, basically, you know, their backyard where they're spending most of their time. So, um, you know, they've already been able to have a bunch of their, you know, a bunch of the teammates up to Utah for, for a little bit of team bonding uh, a few weeks ago. So, you know, you have the Utah, basically it's, it's home field advantage for the archers with, you know, like half their roster on the coaching staff at Utah. Um, then you add Grand Ament, which is going to make any team significantly better. Um, so, you know, not only do you add some, some young legs, but you also add just, you know, one of the best, you know, sets of eyes in the league, even though he hasn't played a game yet. Um, and then also, you know, you just, oh, you also get a, a healthy Tom Schreiber coming back, which, you know, I, I know that they had, Terrifying. Tom, they, they had Tom last season, but, you know, toward the, in, in that playoff game there, um, he ends up separating his shoulder still ends up getting a shot off like an absolute maniac. Um, but you get a, a healthy Tom Schreiber, you add Grant Ament to the mix and you're playing in Utah where like half these guys coach. I think that this is, this is set up pretty well for the archers right now. Yeah. You, you couldn't ask for anything else. You know, you couldn't ask for, for, for anything, but you know, what, the, what the archers have, I think, I, I, I I think I'm more interested to see how, I mean, the, the Archer's roster hasn't really changed all that much, right? They, they added a few guys, you know, Josh Courier, um, Jack Rapine, I mean, at this Eli Goldbrecht and, and Grant Ament, you know, that's, that's four pretty solid picks, but I mean, the core of the roster is still really there. Scotty Rat, uh, my boy Rat, uh, Matt McMahon, Evan Connell, and, and, you know, uh, Manny and Manny and Holman. So, um, you know, not a whole lot of change for them, but you know, they're, they're a hardworking team. I, they don't have as much flair as like the chaos or some of those other teams. So, you know, maybe Josh Courier kind of brings them a little bit of flair. Well, we'll just think uh, about all the flair that when, when, Grant, and, and a meant when yeah. Grant is just cooking guys for max and then he has, he can either go to his left and send it to, to will, or he can go to his right and send it to Martin. Like both of those guys are, I, those guys fill the back of the net. They're, they're studs, both of them. And now, so you, you give, Ament those weapons on either side of them. I, I think, I don't know. I'm predicting a big, big summer for the archers. And I think, I mean, if, if there's one team that I think can possibly hold them back, it's them dogs, them dogs on top. I, 
are we uh are we are we water dogs guys now because i you know we, we've been we've been uh redwoods fans the entire time it's like are we, are we allowed to switch from one team to the other i'm still rolling with the woods because i don't want um a cello to uh punch me in the face but i mean the water dogs is a pretty pretty stoked team so i mean i just i just think that there's just so many variables like why like why do you why why do you people even want us to talk about this like we're just two fucking guys and we don't know anything right we jordy and i barely between us we have like a quarter of a brain so i don't really know what you really want from us like because if we're wrong you're just going to tell us that we're wrong but if we're right you're like ah good for you you're right fuck off i just think that if if there's any vince mcmahon in in this league the water dogs are going to the championship game. Like, th- I mean, think about, think about this. St- you can sell that. That is a story, right? Like you can sell that broadcast, this new, you know, obviously the, the league is, it's not like they're coming into a, you know, a story league that's been around for a hundred years. And this is their first, like they're, they're only one year behind everybody else, but still an expansion <laughs> team coming in. And again, th- this is, this is the year to do it right. It, it's anybody's tournament, right? All these teams, obviously they had a chance to build um, some chemistry together last summer, but that was a while ago. Like these teams haven't been practicing together. Um, they're only going to have a few days at training camp. So, you know, the, the water dogs will have maybe a little less chemistry than everybody else, but it's not going to be like a significant amount. So now you can get the expansion team coming in their first year in the league send them to the championship game. Um, and, and listen, man, I mean, they could think that that's a story to sell, right? Sex sells and nothing would be sexier than the water dogs running around with the championship series cup on August 9th. Yeah, that would be, you know, that would, that would, that would put, that would put asses in seats, right? You know, that would, or, or not asses in seats, God eyes on the television. You know, subs in the, in the, in the, I don't know what you, I don't know what the subs in the bucket. I don't fucking know, but I feel that, you know, I, I, I'm rooting for the water dogs. Is that, is that, is, is that okay to say? Do we think that's, do we, do we think that's okay? Even though I'm a Redwoods fan, is there not, I can't like, I'm not jumping ship. I'm just saying like, I want to see the league six. Okay, here we go. I'm not jumping ship. I want to see the league succeed. So the expansion team needs to be competitive as competitive as the other competitive teams are right okay that's that's what i meant to say. right because think about how good it is for the league like it, it would suck like if the if the water dogs come in and they just get shit pumped for four straight games because guess what yeah it'd be like fuck that who's who's gonna be a water dogs fan after that like probably just people that are cleveland browns fans so like if you took a venn diagram between cleveland browns fans and pll fans you're not looking at a lot of Jersey and t-shirt and other merch sales. So it would be great for the league for the water dogs to come out and just kick some ass right off the bat. Um, you know, and, and then, then you get a, you get a nice little David versus Goliath story in the first game of the, of the season, you know, water dogs starting off their uh, the, the start of their franchise up against Paul Rabel, Rob Pinnell, like they're basically going up against the empire. And, you know, if, if they get a win right off the bat, then they start building momentum. I think that, again, I, I think that if, if there was ever a season for them to do it, this is the one because it's two and a half, three and a half weeks long. 
literally all you have to do is just have a couple guys get hot at the right time, fill the back of the net, and then all of a sudden you're playing on August 9th. That's true. And, and you know, a lot of these guys, there's really not a lot – there's really not a lot of time – for these guys to be able to like, for example, you got a shitty game, right? Like in, in let's in Timmy Turner's case, you know, Tim Troutner, AKA Timmy Turner and in, in Timmy Turner's case, you know, let's say you've got, you got a shitty game, right? You lose by one, you lose by two. You got to play again, you know, pretty much immediately, you know? So instead of having a week, you have a day. So that affects a lot of guys differently. A lot of guys may not be able to, there's some, guys who are normally hot one week and they can be hot every week well we'll see how hot they can be you know consecutive days in a row um that's it that's it that's another a wrench that's been thrown in there yeah again like there, there are just all so many like it's it's a summer tournament for it's a it's a very heightened summer tournament and like do, do you see people breaking down like champ camp or you know they're like the under armor underclassmen games like well yeah, yeah you, you see i'm like recapping yeah. it but like um you know like there, there's just i don't know i i feel like it would be a waste of everyone's time if like we like sat down and like tried to like break down game by game of how nobody we, wants to hear that yeah no no one wants to hear it and also like there's no there's no possible way you'd be an absolute fucking prick if you thought that you could like actually predict how they would go yeah, I, like, you know, like like you're someone that that cups and sniffs their own farts. If you think you can like give a breakdown of uh, the Whip Snakes third game of the season uh, against who who would they be? Oh, against yeah. So if you think that you can break down the chaos and Whip Snakes preview and ha- exactly how that's going to go, you're a prick. Yes, yeah, that's, that's pretty insane. Uh, the one thing I was thinking about looking at the, you know, I'm looking over these rosters while we're talking is that, you know, since we are going to be playing multiple days in a row and sometimes, uh, you know, th- these games are increasingly closer together. Uh, we're going to see a lot. We're, we're going to see some of these teams dip into the roster a little bit more. Um, we're going to see some of these guys who perhaps didn't get a huge amount of field time uh, last year, getting even more field time this year. Um, which, which I think is going to be you know, instead of you know, rotating four attack when they might rotate through five, um, you know everybody who's dressed might see the field. You know that'd be that'd be interesting. I, I think that'd be interesting. We'll have a lot of young guns out there, a lot of rookies. Yeah, um, yeah. I, like I, I think again, I, I think it's going to be a great few weeks i know that that's not like a hot take i know that i'm not like really like going out of the limb by saying that I, it's pretty obvious but it's going to be a great few weeks for the game um with so many guys being able to get a chance to get on the field and with you know so many of these games uh being broadcasted either on nbc or nbcsn like this is all the time where i mean we would have had the olympics going on at this time so like whoever would like typically be you know flipping through the channels to look at um you know, maybe like a you'd probably look for for the for the cycling, right? Big yeah. big big cycling guy. Hey, oh, it it was going to be on NBC. Well, guess what? Boom! Now you got a lacrosse gamer. Maybe you were looking for the badminton match. You're it's going to be on NBCSN. Boom! No, now it's lacrosse. Uh, maybe you were looking for the next Michael Phelps in swimming. Boom! Actually, no. Now you're watching lacrosse, and you're watching all these guys get a chance. Um, you know, and you could possibly 
Well, I think they, they'll all play at least five games, but still it, it's going to be a short amount of games and a short amount of time or a lot, of, not a short. I don't really know how it's, it's going to be a, a lot packed into a little. Um, and these guys are going to be, they're going to be chomping at the bit. So it's going to be great lacrosse for, uh, the regular lacrosse fans to watch, but more importantly, it's going to be great lacrosse for, uh, people who probably haven't had a ton of, um, experience with the game before. I agree. That's what it's about. Um, so real quick, we, uh, after, after the break, we will, uh, you know, we're going to talk about our, uh, PLL championship series bracket challenge. Um, but f- you know, we're not going to go through it game by game, but you know, we'll, we'll break down who we think are going to be the top four teams, maybe get into the semifinal and championship uh, picks. But before we do all that, we are going to send it over to Redwoods LC goaltender, Tim Troutner. All right, and joining us now, we've got 2019 PLL Rookie of the Year, goaltender for Redwoods LC, recurring guest, your grandma's favorite goalie. We've got Tim Troutner on the line. Uh, Timmy, thanks for hopping on. We're uh, you know a, a week away from the start of the season, so thanks for squeezing us into your schedule before you take off. No, definitely. I'm happy to be here. Um, super pumped. I fly out Sunday to go to Utah. First time in Utah. It'll be pretty exciting just waiting on here if I pass my COVID test, which I should pass. And next year I'm out meeting with the guys out in Utah. So I'm super excited. Yeah. Um, real quick, I, I have to mention this is, you know, it's an audio podcast. So people aren't going to be able to see this video, but you've got a great tan going on right now. So, um, looks like you, you've definitely been, been getting out in the sun a little, maybe getting some reps out there. Um, you know, that doesn't look like, you know, you, you got stuck inside too much. No, definitely. I'm out, uh, working on the turf fields or just outside working out the Texas heat. I'm out in Texas right now, which is a real thing. hundred, it was 106 degrees two days ago. So I was out there still putting the work in. So can't beat the heat. Do you, uh, so who, who do you have down there that, that shoots on you? So while you're, you know, quarantining or whatever, or just while you're stuck down there waiting to get over to Utah, who's, who's going low to high on you? Yeah. So I got my college uh, roommates and teammates. There's five of us out here. So I get them to shoot on me just like I did in college. And then obviously I coach at a high school down here and uh, we had some really good talent from the high school to shoot on me. So, that's my big thing when I get down there, start to see, I'm going to ask Sergio Perkovic and Miles Jones to start, and Kyle Harris to start putting two pointers on me so I can see some real heat. Well, I mean, you've been seeing the real heat in Texas, if, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to put it that way. <laughs> that's a nice one. That's a nice one. Um, are you, I mean, the, the whole venue, uh, you know, I think, I think Utah is a great location, you know, kind of growing the game and moving it to, towards the West coast. Um, you know, what are you, what are you most excited about uh, for the PLL champions, championship series? Is it, you know, the, the kind of the gauntlet that you guys are going to have? Or is it, you know, how it all came together? You know, revenge games, different teams, you know, because everybody's been shuffled around a little bit. You know, what's the, what, right now, what's, what's really on your mind? Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. I think for me, it's more of a just getting back together with the guys that I played with last season. And we definitely have a big chip on our shoulder for what happened last year. And we have a lot to prove. Another thing is I'm happy just to play. Uh, it's definitely tough when this stuff happened. We couldn't play at all. Um, so I'm happy just to get out and play again. 
and whatever it takes for us to do to win the championship, we're going to do it. See, see now this is what I'd be a little bit worried about, like just for goalies. Um, so, you know, you know, as Utah has been building their program, um, you know, I've been seeing Marcus, Will, those guys just posting out pictures of the facilities, um, and just you, and those sunsets are goddamn unbelievable. The scene there, unbelievable. I feel like if I'm a goalie and the play's going down at the other end, I'm getting lost in the mountains. So is that something that you're going to have to account for? Like, so I'm looking at your schedule right now. I think that seven, Although no, that's 7 p.m. Eastern, so I have no idea what the fuck time that would be in Utah. Either way, like you're probably gonna Five. have. Oh, you know not what? Hard. Maybe really not hard. Well, I, it's, not, it's not hard, Jordy. It's how not how, hard. how am I supposed to know what time zone Utah's in? They it, there's be, mountains here. Everything, every state that has a mountain uh, is mountain time. All right, well, there are mountains in West Virginia. Uh, West Virginia, like, is 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 like the Midwest. So just what I don't I don't know. Just whatever. Don't bring your Midwest agenda into this podcast. I know that you're, you know firing up Oklahoma right now. Um, but no, okay. So here looking at your schedule, you've got a nine 30, uh, Eastern time game against Chrome. So that's seven 30 Utah time. That sun's going to be dipping down. Like, is that, I feel like that's something right now where you're going to have to start training your brain being like, yo, this is a dope ass scenery right now, but I, I still have this, this green Pantone ball to keep my eye on while the game's going on. So maybe, maybe I could have just saved you right there. Cause I feel like that's something that you might not have been taken into consideration beforehand. Yeah, definitely. I never really uh, thought about that at all, but I know for us that maybe during training camp and the practice time slots, maybe practice, I think we're practicing a couple later times. He used to it and kind of just like take it in. I mean, I think it's gonna be cool even just to see it at first and just see mother nature like that. So I've never been to Utah. So I'm super excited to see this, that kind of stuff. Uh, but definitely, it's gonna be gonna be interesting, and it's pretty easy to lose the ball sometimes in the in the sun of the sky. So just gotta hone in and just focus on that little ball. Yeah. You know, speaking of losing things, I'm a I, I like I like to travel, right? You know, we all like to travel, don't we? You know, is there you know I like I have a certain subset of things that I always have to bring with me when I travel, right? I'm basically blind without contact lenses. I'm fucked without them, so I always have to have that, and I always really bring my laptop everywhere. Um, I know that goalies. You know, no offense, but they're all clinically insane. Um, a lot of them are very superstitious and a lot of them are very habitual. So like, is there something that you bring with you, you know, all, everywhere? Or do you have a routine that you go through, um, you know, kind of to start the game or things like that? I, I kind of, you know, it's really, it's a two-part question. What the fuck is in your goalie bag that shouldn't be there? And what, the, what do you do before a game? Like, that's, that's really what I'm getting at. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I like to think I'm probably the most normal goalie out there. Uh, I, I doubt it. My team, I highly doubt I think, it. <laughs> I think my teammates will back me up on that. I've, I've definitely known other crazy goalies. I think okay. Gunner and I, both on the Redwoods, are both pretty normal guys, and you mm-hmm. can never tell what position we play because we're goalies. Uh, mm-hmm. But definitely I do have some pregame rituals I like to do. Um, I know for me I like to do the same stretch routinely. And then after this week I kind of figured out like what mentally thing I do, kind of like the reset or core game. Uh, it's talking to Mark Lassini. And I, I actually spray water on my face, almost like a hockey goalie before the game. And just kind of like wake me up no matter what the temperature was in college or even now in the summer, I spray it on the front of my face and the back of the neck and then say hello like an easy goal. And I do the same thing and just kind of reset my mind there using that, spraying the water on my face just to get a mental reset. What a guy, Glissini. What a guy. He's all got all kinds of tips and tricks. Oh, yeah. he, his, uh, his, his videos of just – 
soaking shots from last summer where that ESPN just posted that. So um, he's a super humble guy. So he obviously won't, won't eat that up, but yeah, it, it, that was, that was big for the game. Just seeing an absolute psychopath like Glassini just eating them left and right all over ESPN socials. Um, who, who, who on the Redwoods, who's the most likely it's, to soak, to soak a shot for you? So it's so funny you say that. Uh, my roommate that I found out, Tyler Dunn, suiting up from Penn, he messaged me on Instagram uh, like three days ago saying he bought a heart plate so he can start diving in front of shots for me. Oh, and I was just Christ. like, what a psychopath. <laughs> Those guys aren't right, dude. No, not. So shout out to Tyler Dunn there. I mean, I, I respect it. Anything to do to get a win. Uh, I love it. But here's the thing. Now he's going to have to do it. He's going no, to have to. He's going to have to get at least one. Now that it's out there, he can't. If if he if he shies away from one, that that's that's a no. So he has the hard plate. So he's got to. We've got to get at least one out of him, preferably four. How is that yeah, that's comfortable? Horrible. How is that going to be comfortable? You know, I feel like that's you know an, an extra an extra piece, and a lot of the guys aren't even wearing shoulder pads to begin with. So like, you know, a little. I, I don't know. I, I'm con, I'm confused by it. I don't think I'm, I mean I've worn shoulder pads in years, so I'm a hard out. Yeah. I don't know how the, any of the defenders do it. I mean, that ball's coming at you. Like, Lucene doesn't wear anything. He's just putting his body on the line. I'm just like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, well, luckily, one shot that he won't have to dive in front of this summer because he's moving over to your team. So you, you got Miles Jones in that trade. Um, now, like, a, a season like, like has, has, have you had like contact with him? Has anyone really had any sort of contact with? the team in, like in terms of you know because it's going to be quick like you're you're going on sunday and what your first game is that saturday so yeah like you, you kind of have to get things going quick um luckily it's not like too much of an overhaul of, of the roster so um, you guys had a a pretty good thing going last year just one goal away from from raising the crown not not to bring up bad memories but um but so you bring in a guy like that and you know how do you think he's going to be able to gel with the team right away since it's kind of, you get in there and you got to get going right away. No, definitely. I think I already know the offense has been doing a lot of zoom calls weekly, working on like offensive sets and spacing and stuff like that. And just talking about it. And I know I'm working right now with Jules and miles um, doing mission prime with them and just them bouncing back about ideas already. I'm just already listening and just hearing that already. So really before anything happens, it's just awesome here knowing that offense is just going to click. And especially with Harry, Harry's going to come back even stronger. I know it. He's going to have a breakout year this year, so I'm super pumped for him. A, a breakout year in year 18? Yeah, 18, Kyle Harrison, he's coming. <laughs> he's having a great year this year. I know it. No, it's, it's definitely got to be nice having, you know, kind of two guys on the team that, you know, I don't, I don't want to call them old because that's, you know, that would be a, a disrespectful but they're old you know having joey walters and uh and kyle on the team what kind of you know what kind of presence do they bring to the locker room you know we've spoken with kyle before and you know he's just he's salt of the earth right like you know the most down-to-earth guy you know he's he's got answered every question he's he's been around the game for what 20 years like he's he's amazing you know what kind of uh what kind of presence do they bring to the locker room especially with the you know you got tons of young guns on this team you know, and a lot of these guys can can pop off real quick and they can get, you know, heated. Do they calm stuff down? Do they bring the energy up? What's going on with them? Yeah, I think both both those guys really, like, especially for me, my first year ever playing in the pros, they helped me the whole time just with confidence. But, like, you're meant to be here. You're supposed to be the guy. Like, 
I remember when Kyle Harris came the first time, he's like, you're, you're the guy. He's like, he's like, I want you to be the starter. And he's like, he's like, just give me everything you want, everything you, everything you got and good things will happen. So I just followed him and just even Joe, Joe, Joe gets after us. If we're slacking in practice, something like that, he's not afraid to say something. So those guys are the two best competitors, definitely by far on the team. Just love the win. We know that guy, Nick Ocello. I'm sure he's slacking in practice all the time. <laughs> Fucking crazy guy. You're just tweeting during practice all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so, so you've got the, the older guys there, but the young bucks on the team. So the two rookies coming in last year, really, I, I mean, push the red, like you guys kind of, you, I mean, you put that team over the edge you can, you can be as humble as you want, but adding you and Ryder to the mix, that was, that was huge for the squad last year. I think there's no denying that. Um, but from what I've heard, and so from what we've seen in highlights and, and in games, we obviously know that Ryder is quite the talker. Um, from what I've heard, you're, you're also not, not too shy to, to throw it out there vocally. Um, now, is, is this something that, you know, so everyone's going to be living in the same, what do you know, what are the, the living arrangements? Like, is everyone in yes. the same hotel the whole time? Because I feel like if that's the case, two, two weeks or two, however long the, the tournament is, that's a, that's a long time to be pretty much in the same quarters as uh, everyone else that you might be sending a few chirps over to. Yeah. It's, I think it's, I think we're there for almost three and a half weeks, but I think we might be at different hotels, but we're not supposed to associate each other with another team at all. So we should never see the team besides on the field, so which is awesome. There should be no beef back at the hotel or at the pool or something like that or something. You know, Nick Osella said something the game before, then they, someone would say it in person. So uh, things like that, which is good. I think it's good to have a little separation like that. Yeah, I could see Nick just trying to cannonball into the pool just to splash someone as they're walking by. Fucking <laughs> clown. <laughs> no, I'm excited. I'm excited for him. Anytime he dressed up for us, he always had our back as a defense and just was physical and just always had my back, which is awesome. Uh, gives you a little more confidence between your playing. Well, we know that. Um, you know, I've been I, I game with Ryder all the time. You know, he's a he's a big gamer. I know he's bringing his Xbox out there with you. Are you a gamer? I have to ask. I I, I have been a gamer since college. I kind of for the past three two months, I've kind of taken a break. Yeah. Uh, but before then, I was a huge Fortnite. player player all the way up to like college everything first time Fortnite came out roommates and i played out of over a thousand wins i went hard with it was playing competitive was getting after it i i had to ask i had to ask because Ryder was a huge Fortnite guy i was like damn there must be like a the, i mean i wonder if he you know uh because you know the, the the perception of like professional athletes is like wow they are so focused on you know they're they're the prime athlete they're not just like we see them as like you know abnormal people right but in reality they're just like us right you know celebs they're just like us they game they go out and rip beers like they go do you know fun shit like that so you know to hear you say that you know yeah i was a huge Fortnite guy it's like it's fucking sweet you know the kid kids go crazy for that <laughs> no definitely definitely ride is a bigger game than me right now and i'm excited i'm bringing my xbox there you go bringing like three xbox controllers for tyler Dunn and i i i think i only have like three games on there so i'm about to just buy two games left and right because we're stuck there for a while. I know first day we're stuck in this yeah. hotel room. Just us two for 24 hours locked in there. Not a lot of leave. So definitely going to be interesting that's, to see. That's rough, dude. Especially if you put two guys together that just like don't mesh well. Like one's like a really neat guy. The other guy's really messy. Yeah. And one, one's a smelly guy and the other's a clean. Yeah, that's, that's going to be interesting. I heard, uh, yeah, Kyle and, and Walters, they're bringing their, uh, their PS2. 
<laughs> fucking Atari. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I would, 64. I yeah. would I would gladly I I I suck at uh Call of Duty, but I would I would beat anyone's ass in Crash Bandicoot. So if 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 they want to bring PS2s, I'll be on the first flight out to Utah. Um so are are you guys are, are you going to have a roommate, do you know, or is it everyone Yeah, everyone has a roommate. Yeah, so my roommate's Tyler Dunn. I know that and then Okay, sure yeah, you said else. that. Yeah. And then I know Jules and Miles Jones are room together. And probably Kyle and Joe. Is is there anyone on the team that you think you dodged a bullet that you're not roommates with them? <laughs> no. All, I, nothing. All good guys on the team. All right. They're, they're just, just seeing if we could create a little bit of locker room drama before the season gets going, but smart I mean, move. I mean, you know, if it's, it's a valid question considering that, you know, each of these teams has their own like particular flair, right? There's not really like a – you know, I, I, we're, we're huge high point guys, but like, it's not really like there's a high point PLL team. So, you know, it, it can be hard to kind of like dip your feet in and be like, you know, they're probably laughing about stuff that they did in college. And you're like, yeah, what's up? I'm Tim. Like, yeah, yeah just, that, definitely just, ha- that definitely, that definitely happened at training camp in a couple of the weeks, but they took Jules and I, and especially Jules yeah. being from Rutgers too. They took us in because Jules was only a year above me. Mm-hmm. And that basically it was his rookie year last year too, which people forget. He mm. popped off, I thought. Um, so, yeah, they took us in open arms. Those guys are just awesome guys. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, so, real quick, just to, to switch it up a little bit, um, we are, we are going to have to talk about it. That's good. Bring it. So, I mean, luckily you, get, you guys get to get this out of the way. First thing, right off the bat, the rematch against the Whip Snakes to start off the PLL Championship Series, Saturday, July 25th, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Figure out what time that is in all the other time zones because I'm not going to do it for you. It's on NBC. Um, so, th- one, did you have a feeling that that was going to be the, the first game right off the bat? And two, like how how many days since last September have you woken up and and thought about that moment? Yeah, definitely. I see that all over the internet. Anytime on social media, I see it. Even sometimes when I'm in the shower, I close my eyes. I just picture that that feeling <laughs> of just like getting scored on in the celebrations, which is terrible. But I know we I know we all have it marked on our calendar. We all knew it was going to happen. It's just it's what we want. Our team wants it. They want it. Um, so I mean, they had a big lead. We came back and. I thought that was like our season kind of. We came back and kept fighting, kept fighting, got hot. So that's what we're super excited to get back game one against them. Has has there been any point yet that you've been able to be like, okay, yeah, like that sucked ass, like fucking Rambo sticking that one. Obviously it sucks, but like also that game was fucking sweet and great for the game. And like, that was like a great experience to be a part of. And now we can kind of move on and build or is it still just like, God damn it. No, I think definitely right when it happened, I was just like, shit, I suck. Uh, but I was – even when after that, I was just like, I'm just looking forward towards next year and winning a championship and just like – I'm like, I'm going to win so many more championships. Like, it's already over me. But the, the sad thing that hit me the hardest was seeing Landis there because we all knew it was probably going to be Landis's last game, uh, which was tough to see. And just when you see a guy like that break down and you see all the guys, all the hard work everyone put in, especially me for being a rookie, it was like my first year being there. And it happened to me in college. I lost my conference championship game that year too. So I kind of already had it, like that feeling built up. But I, I, when you're so young, you're just like, I have many years left where I just knew I was going to win championship and it's just going to add the fuel to the fire, just a bigger chip on my shoulder. So it's definitely tough looking at those guys on my team, just 
the older guys too, and just Landis has seen them. Um, but for, I'm looking, I'm looking past it already. I'm ready for this season. That's all I really care about. We understand that you care about that, but we, we still have more questions. I, I hope you understand. Yeah, no, bring um, So Jordy and I were standing on the sidelines, right? Because, you know, big media guys, right? I flew all the way up to Philly to watch, to watch the game. It was fucking sick. Anyway, we're standing on the sideline, and we're looking at each other. I think it was – Jordy, correct me if I'm wrong. It, uh, Tim, you might – 11-4 was the, sco- was the score. I think it was just after half or right before half. At eleven to four, I think there was a timeout. What changed the energy? Because you could feel it in the stadium. There was like, you know, it was like the, everyone was looking at each other. Like this is this is this is the blowout right now. And then all of a sudden, like a, a you know a flip got switched. What was that? Yeah, definitely. I remember that it was Coach Nat, and I think it might have been Joe or Kyle speaking. And it was just like Coach Nat just kept saying, "One goal at a time. We'll be back in it. Like trust us. We'll get hot." Just one play at a time and just like it'll, it'll build up. And I remember it just started building up. You see one goal, like you see Greg hustling, diving for a ground ball, just huge energy plays that added up and just give everyone a little more hope and more hope and more hope. And we just kept fighting back. And that's who we were. That was our identity. I thought it was just fighting back and we got all the way back. And it was just awesome to see you're like, Oh my God, this is the sickest game ever. Even while I was playing, I was like, this is crazy. It was and I've, <laughs> I, I still, I've still, I've rewatched it a couple of times and never finished it, but, I rewatched it a couple of times, and it's just crazy to see just all the guys on the team just never gave up, which is awesome to see, no matter what. Yeah, there. I mean, there was one hundred percent. There was a, a certain point late in that fourth quarter where everyone was like, "Yeah, like there's not a chance in hell this isn't going to overtime." So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely a sick game, and and hopefully, uh, you know, I, I it'll it'll probably be good to get some that game out of the way right off the bat and then who knows i mean you probably see him again in the uh in the knockout round um real quick i i I just want to before i forget to mention it because i'll feel like a real big dickhead if i forget about this got to give a quick shout out friend of the program awesome dude in the lacrosse community double c's chris collins joining the uh the redwoods coaching staff have you had any any and any contact with him at all over the, uh, yeah, we, the off season? I mean, he's he's a goalie guy, so yeah, definitely, he's one of the greatest goalies to ever play. Both, um, he's a great guy. He, uh, we've been in contact before. Everybody, we've been kind of once a month now. This right around now, we've been in contact every week and once twice a week talking. So he's just a great person to have in your in your corner. Uh, anything you ever need, he's got my back. He's he's answering questions for me. I'm he's asking questions for me. So I'm super excited to work with him right when I get down there. I mean, he's full of knowledge. So. To be excited is, do, to work do, with you, do you know is is he is he gonna be the uh the warm-up guy or, or are you like particular about uh, who's who's your warm-up guy no i'm not really he's probably gonna be my warm-up guy i hope so him or uh coach toddy mack the other guy which are both really uh, toddy mack's a good shooter so i'm excited to see coach Collins shoot i don't know goalies tend not to be the best shooter sometimes well, here's the thing. They, they, they know how to warm up a goalie, which well, I do like. Well, he gets, he gets a lot of time with Rambo with the wing. So maybe he can kind of emulate that shot. And then next time, like, you, uh, you're ready for it. Like, you've seen that shot a thousand times in warmups. Yeah. The thing that got me that game was it was like earlier in the game, he shot a shot near side. And I, I, that's why I was so delayed on it during the overtime because I was thinking he's going to put it near side again in my head. And so I was kind of delayed. You can count as if you're ever watching slow-mo, I'm like kind of like iffy about going or not. My body's there, but my stick was kind of scared to go all the way, which just haunts me. You're just like, you're going to make a decision, just go with it. 
Well, if, if there's one guy who's going to get you ready for it, I, I believe in Chris Collins. Jordy, what else, what else you got? I'm, I mean, I, Jordy's the one who asks the serious questions and I ask the fucking weird ones because like, I'm, you know, I, my, my mind is traditionally on, on, on other stuff. One and off. It, it really is. Um, I, I mean, I, I, let's, let's go back to high point. Let's, let's talk about high point. Um, that's a program, right? That that's a program that kind of burst onto the scene these past um, few years, right? And they've taken some, they've snuck away with some games over some perennial powerhouses. Uh, what has changed over, you know, what is, what has changed at high point in the past few years that has kind of thrust them into the spotlight? Cause you know, they took that game off the calves. They took that. They beat, Oh my God, I'm going to fuck this up. They beat, beat Duke, Duke and, Duke and UVA, right. my senior, Duke yeah. and UVA. Right. So, I mean, those are, those are two huge wins. Right. What, what was that about? I thought for me, it was just, I think everyone was just bought in and yeah. especially I think, and we play him kind of early and I mean, I'm not like dogging us at all, but I think early lacrosse is completely different to May lacrosse. Like we beat Virginia. We we're the last team to beat them before they won the national championship. I think it looked like two different teams. We yeah. played them in February compared to May. But, and the other thing is it's like, when we play those teams, it's two wants it more. I think when you play teams almost the same level or a little bit better like for them they might not want to come out on a Tuesday and play us and for us we want to come and beat their ass so I thought that was huge for us and just getting everyone bought in no matter what your role was um yeah I think I went two and one against UVA at high point which is crazy to think about and my freshman year that was my first win was UVA in overtime that's insane you know that's that's a huge thing to take with you you know and, and yeah we everybody talks about february duke february duke we all we all understand that you know the, the teams are they don't show up the same way as they do in february as they do in uv as they do in, in may but again that's it, it's still fucking sweet you know to walk off the uh, field yeah. and be like yeah I, I fucking whoop duke's ass so you know that's 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 always nice you know i, I i'm not a duke guy if you if you haven't if you haven't noticed no, it's i'm pretty, I'm pretty anti-duke yeah yeah, we beat Duke and UVA, and we're rolling good. We were 6-0 and my senior year, and we ended up losing to uh, St. John's, which was a tough one in the rain. And we ended up, we ended up going 13-3 and and make the NCAA playoffs, which was definitely tough. Yeah. Um, but, you know what, everything happens for a reason. I'm here where I'm at now. I'd, I'd imagine uh, recruiting a kid by the name of Asher Nolting also helped out the program <laughs> a little bit. Um, no, definitely. We, we always need a couple <laughs> really good recruits. Like, for me, I didn't commit until my senior year in May. I was yeah. going to go to um, prep school. I had no idea, no Division One offers. So I was, I was like, basically, gra- I graduated five days later after I committed. I had no idea where I was going to go, uh, which is crazy. So it just, it just happens. Yeah, I mean, that's what Dano, Dano's getting. Not, not saying he's getting a little soft, but he's got it. He's got it made in the shade right now. He can pick off whoever he wants. <laughs> you've got to be, you've got to be searching for those diamonds in the rough if, if you're Coach Torpy and. He, he, he drilled that one Asher and yourself yeah. um, while we're just asking, you know, while we're just shooting from the hip here and, and asking random questions, um, how many summer tournaments did you win growing up? Cause I feel like Ooh. that, cause like this is obviously this is a, a very, very heightened version of that um, of, you know, of like a, like a champ camp down in Baltimore, but it's kind of the same thing where, you know, you're getting a lot of games in in a short amount of days. Um, you know, luckily you don't have to play any like two or three games a day, but similar vibes here. So were, were you, 
you know, were you taking those pictures at the, at the end of a Sunday in those summer, summer tournaments or? I would say definitely. Uh, I think my club team lost a total of two or three games in sixth grade. Wow. Uh, it was pure domination. So I think that was another thing where I struggled with recruiting was just our teams are blowing out teams like 15 to zero, 17 to two. So it's pretty hard to get recruited when you're beating teams that bad. You're seeing zero, like one or two shots a game. Uh, but yeah, our club team was really good. All right. Well, that's, that's something for, for all the betters out there. Um, You know, not that, not that Tim's allowed to be involved in any of this, but a little insider information here. Tim Troutner has had a lot of success in summer tournaments before. So just something to keep in the back of your mind. You know, I, I, I'm not a betting guy. I've I've never placed a bet in my life. I just, I fucking suck at it. I understand the statistics around it. I just, I don't, it's not, I'm not a huge fan, but I encourage every single person listening to this podcast to go place, you know, however many bets. I mean, I think there'd be a couple prop bets like, you know, who scores the first goal and shit like that. That'll be, that'll be pretty fun. I, I'd have my money on a face-off guy for that. But more to the question, uh, Tim, you're pretty, you're pretty, uh, you're pretty tall fellow. What? Six one? Uh, six two. Six two. Okay. You're listed six one. They're, they're doing you bad. Probably six, probably six three with cleats. Six three with cleats, right? You're pretty, you're a pretty big guy, right? You know, you're, you got a pretty, uh, strong frame. I'd say a lot of goalies are a bit on the, how do I put this more robust side? All right. There's a lot of bigger guys out there. I'm a big health guy. What's your diet look like? What are we doing? Are we eating meats and vegetables? Are we keto? Like what, what, what are we into? I need to know. I'm a terrible diet guy. Uh, oh, just, no. I, I eat whatever I want. Just, I'm just lucky with the high metabolism. I dig it. I absolutely dig it, dude. That's I, about I, it. But, but I, think, I think for the goalie position, it really doesn't matter your shape or size or whatever, as long as you can save the ball. I mean, I don't think there's uh, – I always tell goalies, I don't think there's a right way to play goalie yet. No one's figured it out. I think right. any person can play it. If you ever look at any successful goalie, they're all – they never look the same. There's no prototype. Um, it's it's awesome about lacrosse, even any position. It can be the shortest guy, tallest guy, fastest guy. It's just that's the awesome part about the game. You hear that, Jordy? You can be the shortest guy. You can be successful. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed out on that memo a little, little, little too early on in my career. Um, all right, I, I have one, maybe two questions. We'll see how my brain works after this one. Um, but so far, I'm, I'm going to pencil this in as my last question. Um, how excited are you that you won't have to play the water dogs until the championship game? The water dogs, the revenge game. Uh, I, I'm pretty excited actually uh, not to play them. I like the teams we play uh, and I'm it's gonna be excited to see who we play in the tournament. But I mean, I think the water dogs are, it was an interesting uh, draft. I thought I was a little caught off guard, but um, I'm excited for them to get out. And then they play, I think they play the next or two days after us versus Atlas, which is going to be pretty cool to see. Um, then go against them. Yeah, yeah, I think they they get going the next day against against Paul and and Pinella. So obviously they, they they had to get themselves the first game with the Water Dogs. Little just... yeah, t- typical Atlas. Yeah, that's what we say. <laughs> typical Atlas. I think I think they could be the most hated team in the league. I think they are that by far. Is it because of is it because of Paul and Rob? No, I don't. I don't know. No? It's just always been day one. I think every team has the most deep with Dallas. I would say. Okay. I mean, maybe there's the a lot. Maybe, maybe the Archers too. A lot of people. They just got a lot of guys that run their mouths. 
there's a hey listen there's a lot of guys that run i mean i get the, i get the atlas hate like you got you got hartzell who will absolutely just take you take you down on twitter if you're if you're talking that shit you got rob and then you and then you got the you got the el presidente paul playing on his own team right so like it it's it, there's 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 something going on there actually i'm not, I'm not saying I, right, but. I, I figured out i do have one one last question so this is my, okay. my second and final question um because while we're talking about some beef with the atlas can you put in a word for us with Coach Nat to make sure that Nick is on the active roster for that uh, final game of the uh, little round robin series against the Atlas so that we can get a uh, – I don't know how online you are. I don't know how involved with Twitter you are, but uh, Ocello and Hartzell have a cute little back and forth that they often get into on Twitter. So if we could get that to play out in real life. So – you know, I feel like as, as the starting goalie, you probably have a little bit of say in who you want out there. So if we can get Nick on the field for at least a couple runs in that game, I, I think we could, I think we could see some, on the wing answer there. We, we could see some fireworks and that is also a game that's on just regular NBC. So would be huge. Definitely. Yeah. We got him. And then I know Tyler Dunn, my roommate, uh, beat with, uh, heart soul a little bit on Twitter too, or, or Instagram a little bit, which is pretty funny. All right. Well, there we go. Yeah. So coach Nat, if you're listening, which we know you are right now, that's, we, we, we need it. We want it and we need it. Jake, you got any uh, parting thoughts here? You know, the diet question really was my, was my <laughs> final thought because you know, me being the, the, or the weirdo about my health, you know, Tim Glissini, uh, we were at the, uh, um, I think I've told this on the pod before we were at the, the PLL championship and, you know, it's so fucking hot. And so, you know, the, I guess who are, the girl who was helping us out with the PLL, like came over and was like, here guys, here's some Gatorade. And I, you know, I gave mine to Glissini. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want it. There's too much sugar. And he looked at me like I had five fucking heads. He was like, what the fuck? And I was like, uh, I just, I didn't even have time to explain myself. So I just, I'm a, I'm a weirdo to everyone, but yeah. Send, send us your uh, hotel address and Jake will send you some uh, sweet potatoes and quinoa. I will. Just See, I, I won't eat that it. stuff. That's just not me. <laughs> uh, That's fine. All right. Well, Tim, we appreciate you coming on here. Uh, best of luck. I mean, it's it's going to be a fun two and a half, three and a half week, however long this is. I'm not good at doing math with dates, but it's going to be a fun time for uh, for you guys. It's going to be a great time for the sport of lacrosse. So enjoy it. And uh, yeah, go, go get some revenge. Saturday, July 25th, the first game of the PLL Championship Series. Revenge game for the Redwoods against the Whip Snakes, 4 p.m. Eastern NBC. And you can watch Tim Troutner just deny Rambo all goddamn afternoon long. There we go. That's what it that's it. All right, buddy. Good luck out there. All right, thank you. All right. Thanks to Tim for hopping on with us. Uh, again, there it's gonna be the first game of the season, Redwoods Whip Snakes. So uh make sure you're tuning into that one. I'm I'm predicting you know what I'm gonna say? I'm I'm predicting a shutout for Tim Troutner. So you heard it here first. It's gonna happen. Um and you know, I, I think that, that would put the Redwoods in a pretty good position right off the bat uh, to make it into one of those top four seeds uh, in the tournament. So uh, we're going to go over our PLL championship series bracket challenge now. So uh, if, if you haven't already, uh, 
the PLL, their, their website, they've got a, uh, you know, same, same situation as you would have for a March Madness. I think at this point, everyone knows what a, what a bracket challenge is. If you don't, um, welcome to 2020. Uh, but you can head over to premierlacrosseleague.com. You can fill out your own bracket and you can also join a, uh, you know, so there are different pools and you can join the crease dives pool. So I think, uh, you know, as, as of recording this right now, there, there are like 90, 90 or so of you, uh, of you beauties in here right now, but let's try to jack that number up a little bit. Let's try to get uh, as many people as we possibly can into this, uh, into this pool. And unfortunately you guys will all be uh, in the mix for, for second place. Cause I think that my bracket is flawless. Uh, so Jake, let's, let's, let's talk about some of these picks so far. So, um, you know, they, they have you picking the result of every game. I, I don't think you guys want to listen to us go they through. Don't, they don't want to go through that no. game by game. I would, I would shoot myself in the face if we had to do it. So I can't imagine, um, what you guys would do if you would listen to it, but at the very least, let's, let's give our top four picks here. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll give you the honors. Who do you have as your four seed coming out of the round robin stage oh shit um i don't think oh okay here we go um i have the archers i have i have the archers with my four seed um i think that i think that they're a good team that's organized and will make it through the chaos of the championship series that's why i have them as my four seed um, I have a, I have my three seed, the water dogs. Um, I think the water dogs are, uh, a competitive team. Um, they're a little, I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of really, I mean, we're just speculating at this point. We're, we're pretty unsure of what's going on. Um, and then, uh, my, for my two seed, I have the chaos. Um, I'm not really sure, uh, why I have them as my two seed. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I'm not, I'm not big on the chaos, but you know, they were in just about every game that they played last year and, you know, they like to run and gun. And I think run and gun, you know, that always kind of worked in a championship series format, especially in, in summer tournaments. So I have them in there and then I have the whip snakes as the number one seed. I think they'll, you know, I think the, the I don't think there's going to be a championship hangover. I really don't. Now, some of you might've noticed that this means that the Redwoods is at the five seed and they get snubbed out of the top four. Um, it's called a uh, strategy, right? So I set my expectations low and then I get to be uh, excited about the results. You know, maybe you guys should try it sometime, but um, I do have the Atlas and the Chrome as six and seven. I don't think the, I just, I mean, there's a lot of hate for the Atlas going on and I'm kind of, I'm, I've got like one foot on the train on the Atlas hate train. Like I'm getting there, but I, I, I can't, um, so, so we'll you, see. you son of a bitch, you pretty much did exactly what I did here. The, the teams are just slightly different. Um, okay. yeah, I, I've got the archers coming in at two and two. Now you might be saying, Hey, Jordy, you lying sack of shit. You said that this was going to be a huge summer for the archers. You well, did. guess what? You don't want to be having the best uh, record in the regular season. Because the chaos had that last year. And what did that get them? Absolutely fucking nothing, right? So you don't want to be the top seed out of there. And uh, if, if you're the top seed in this year's tournament, 
there's a chance that you could potentially have, uh, you're going to have at least four days, possibly five days off. That's when, when all these other teams are playing every other day, that's a lot of time to have off. It might be good to get a little bit of rest, but I'm a, I'm a firm believer in rust over rest. So, uh, not not so great to be the one seed. So Archer is making the smart move by going two and two, grabbing that four seed. Whip Snake's also going to go two and two. A little bit of a championship hangover, um, but I, just, enough, I, I disagree. But, I don't but, think it's going to happen. But 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 enough that they still have they still go two and two. Um, I have the Redwoods and and Chaos then tied at three and one. So um, you know right now it has for me the Chaos as the as the top seed. I guess they beat the redwood maybe i have that going on um as the tiebreaker uh but red redwoods with the two seed chaos with the one and then same thing as you you might be saying hey jordy i thought the water dogs were going to make a run i thought that this was going to be a great i thought you said that sex sells give me the sex jordy jordy sex us up real quick well guess what motherfuckers water dogs make a triumphant run they make their way into the semifinals and then I've got the archers and the water dogs in the championship game. Um, obviously I have no idea if those matchups would actually happen. Um, so it, I, like, I, I don't know what the, what the seating, if that's even possible, but I've got water dogs and archers making it to the championship game on August 9th. And I'm rolling with the dogs after that. Okay. I, I, I think that that's fair. I just, well, well, we we did the same thing. We left our we left our champion at the uh, with, with with the five seed to make a a nice a nice sexy run. And then, oh yeah, obviously I have the uh, Atlas and Chrome down there at six and seven. Um, I don't know. Like, I, Damn, just no love for the Atlas and Chrome. Or no, just and, not getting any. And and the thing is, is like like I know like as I'm as I'm picking these like. I haven't really factored factored Rob Pinnell into the situation much. Like I, I haven't really given it that much. Like I haven't given much thought to how much he actually adds to the team, like in, you know, goals per game. Like he probably, he's probably good to add an additional. He'll give them an extra two goals for, for every game. Right. Um, so, and in a lot of those games, that would probably be enough to push the Atlas over the top. Um, but I don't know. I, I just, I can't bring myself to it. I, I know that Diggs is probably furious right now. Diggs probably, Diggs tape just threw his phone into the Pacific Ocean because he cannot take all this Atlas slander right now. His bulls are being drugged through the mud. Um, Diggs, we love you. We, we would love to have you back on. Maybe we can talk through it, but um Unfortunately, this this doesn't seem like much of an atli podcast. No, it's not. And and Diggs, I'm sure we'll get a, I'm sure we'll get a text about it for just throwing them under the bus. But you know, he's all in on the atli, and you know, it, it's it's cool, I guess, if you really you know if you want to be a fan of a team that just is is probably not going to be all there. And you know what? They may prove us wrong. We may look like absolute goddamn morons. You never know. And I'm sorry that I had to speak that into existence, Jordy, but I did. And it's out there, and it could happen. Here's something that I do have to say, though, with because um, I think so. Both of us have the Chrome being uh, dog shit again, um, for lack of a better term. Uh, so with with the PLL releasing all the uniforms uh, last week, 
I did mean I, I don't think that they put out socks. No, like they, they it was just uh, jersey and shorts. Now, if the Chrome wisen up real quick and they like don't even donate those pink socks because no, no, no one wants them. Um, just throw them into the furnace, burn them, and send them straight to hell where they belong. Um, but yeah, I, I have right now the Chrome at one and three as the seven seed. Um, if they even think about bringing those pink socks with them to Utah, that's going to be a hard zero and four. Mm. A hard zero and four. Oh man, could you imagine? Oh, it doesn't. I mean, oh, the way the math, might... the way the math works out, somebody has to be zero and four, right? No, I have I have a couple three and ones. I have two three and ones, three two and twos, and then okay. two one and threes. But okay, the, maybe as we kind of discussed before, maybe pink socks are illegal in Utah. I could see them banning those. Like you now, granted, you these guys might all have to wear dress socks with their cleats, but. Mm. Anything at this point is better than those those pink socks from last season. Yeah, I, 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 oh man, did somebody? I think somebody tweeted their new gloves, and they really they really dialed back the pink accent, and it's just like on the on the gloves. I think they're wearing. Um, I have a pair. I don't know why I'm blanking on the name. Surgeons. Yeah, oh, well, the yeah, new, yeah. Well, well, the whoever, new sur- yeah, all, all the SCX guys. Yeah, all wearing. the SCX guys, they're wearing the new surgeons, and there's just like, you know, on the cuff, there's just like some accent of pink, not, you know, majority in, in pink. your face. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of that. And I think that, you know, maybe, maybe that will help them this year. Who yeah. knows? Um, if any team wants to get a little crazy and throw on a pair of jorts for a game, that will instantly. Uh, have me adding another win to your record. So, um, you know, I, I, these these picks right now, they're in, but they're not set in stone. There's still some leeway. There's still some wiggle room. So if a team wants to wear some jorts, go ahead. You're now my one seed. Um, I am a little bit worried that with with that that light purple that's added into uh, that that's in the water dogs colors. I swear to God. I swear to God, you are listening. I will cause a scene. I will throw a fit if they try to uh, have the water dogs wear light purple socks. Just white socks. They have to be. They have to be white. They, well, yeah. they have to. They have to be white. There's no. Okay. As the minister, uh, uh, as ministers of swag, right? You and I have certain disagreements when it comes to swag, but. When, as, as the minister of swag, the one thing, the, the absolute one exception I might have is if the water dogs were to do all white cleats with all white socks, if they did like a light purple shoelace or, yeah, Yeah. or had like a light purple accent on like the Nike cleats and well, they're new balance, right? Does it matter? Adidas? Uh, No, no, no. Adidas. I don't. I don't. Think I don't fucking know. Whatever. Or, if, they're, or, if they're, or maybe like maybe the actual cleat part, like the the studs. If they yes, that's what like I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like the bottom yeah. of the cleat being light purple. That would be sick. Why? Why the PLL not ask us about any designs? You, you you know what I'm gonna do as soon as we're done uh, recording yeah. this episode. I'm gonna go on to like Nike's website or whatever, and I'm gonna just start customizing cleats. They're Hirachi. Hirachi sixes. Are we on sixes? Yeah, I have a pair that I bought before 
this summer and just haven't been able to get out and use we, it. Just, we, we should actually wrap this up pretty soon because now I really just want to customize cleats online. <laughs> that's that's going to – we're going to spend a lot, a lot of time doing that now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so, again, make sure uh, if, if you haven't already, uh, premierlacrosseleague.com, uh, just find the championship series challenge, um, join the crease dives league and get in here. And, you know, it's, uh, again, it's, it's going to be a great tournament. So you might as well get a little bit of bragging rights with, uh, with your bracket while, while it's going on. Um, any, anything else? I mean, we're still going to have another episode before the start of the season. So we'll, we'll get, we'll get something going for next Friday. So, um, you know, if we miss anything right now, make sure you guys, uh, let us know and we can talk about it before everything gets going, uh, on Friday. But yeah, I mean, we're just, we're, we're a week out boys and girls. You can smell it and feel it in the air. Lacrosse is back. Yeah. I think it's, it's, you know, the whole thing is very exciting. And again, as I echoed before, you know, to be able to experience this is, is awesome. And, you know, all of the safety precautions that the guys are going through, you know, they're kind of putting themselves at risk, you know, traveling to get to Utah and things like that. So, you know, it's, I think the energy around this is going to be very, very positive and very lofty because we've been without sports for a pretty long time now. You know, sports are a privilege of a functioning society, I think is what I said. So, you know, as, as if we, it, you know, we won't, we won't dip too far into that. But, you know, I'm excited. Jordy's excited. The lacrosse community is excited. And I think that's something that, you know, uh, that we can all agree on. Hey, and listen, these guys are all taking a bunch of precautions and, and they're quarantined. They're doing all this extra shit um, just to make sure that we all have some lacrosse to watch. So the very least that you can do, wear your goddamn mask and wash your goddamn hands, all right? I, I, I hope that no one listening here is, is one of those uh, that the mask infringes on your rights type of people, but if you are, eat a, bag, eat, eat a bag of dicks, wear a mask, and while you're wearing a mask, let's go low to high to the day we die. We out. To the thriller in Manila Honeys call me bigger, the condom filler Whether it's stiff tongue or stiff dick Biggie squeeze it to make shit fit Now check this shit, I got the pack of rough riders In the back of the Pathfinder You know the epilogue by James Todd Smith, I get swift with the lyrical gift Hit you with the dick, make your kidney shift Here we go, here we go But I'm not domino I got the funk flow to make your drawers drop slow So recognize the dick size in these Carcanai jeans, I wear 13's Know what I mean? I fuck around and hit you with the Hennessy see dick, mess around and go blind, don't get to see shit. The next batter, here to shatter, your blatter, it doesn't matter. Skinny or fat or light skin, the black baby, I drop these. Bonique with my me, screaming, I poppy. I love it when they call me Big Pop, but I only smoke blunts if they roll prop. But look, I got ya. 
caught up with the drum flow Fuck Taekwondo, I told a fofo For niggas getting mad cause they bitch chose me A big black motherfucker with G, you see All I do is separate the game from the truth Big bang boots from the Bronx to Bolivia Getting physical like Olivia New Tricks up my click dick all day with no trivia So give me a hoe, a bankroll and a bag of weed I'm guaranteed to fuck until I nosebleed Even if the new man's a certified Mac Then get that H down in ya, you want that old thing Like B-I-W-T-I-E With some new R-U-L-E Notorious is known for busting me